0: Alright, let's start the process of transferring the next tape for the Saturday Show, June 8th, 2013. I believe this will be tape three. Hang on. Them. Okay. I mean, we could we
1: change a
2: two to a
1: six that's what somebody directs. Okay. From now on, the two is going to be a six. Okay. That's cool. Uh-huh. They're all pretend. Everything is pretend. But Even it's, reality. It's is like pre- you've heard of
3: Greenwich Mean Time. Right. Okay. That, you know, that's over there in England and it, and I oh, forget what legend the beginning line that of the day. is. Yeah. But basically, that's where the interstate time starts here. But the zero-zero um, the of the latitude and longitude lines is actually in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. That's our international
1: date line. That gets everybody Which is confused the international in date line. Mm-hmm. And when you cross the international date line from east to west, I don't know what you get. From west to east, I don't know what you get.
0: You lose a a day and you gain a day.
1: I know, but
0: I don't know what you don't None none of that. You just,
3: you're 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 going from, if you are in the east, uh, uh, say Japan, and you're coming to Hawaii, You'll cross over the international date line. It fits AM in Japan. When you get to Hawaii, it'll be PM.
1: And a different yeah. date. Yeah. When you cross the international date line, you get to a, a different date. But I don't know yeah, which, you, which is which is coming and which is going. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, I looked up triple. Uh, rainbows, and they are extremely rare, and until recently, scientists have poo-pooed and said it was things like trick photography. Well, guess what? They don't know what they're talking about. They
3: do know. know how they finally believe it. I've yeah. seen it.
1: Yeah. Yep, and a lot of other people were as well. All right, let me see. Few people have ever claimed to see three rainbows arcing through the sky at once. In fact, scientific reports of these phenomena called tertiary rainbows, meaning attached, <clears throat> were so rare, only five in 250 years, that until now, many scientists believe sightings were as fanciful as leprechauns' gold at the rainbow's end. These legendary optical rarities caused by three reflections of each light ray within a raindrop, have finally been confirmed thanks to photographic preservation and a new meteorological model that provides the scientific underpinnings to find them. So, there. Stick to your guns.
3: Yep. I I knew I was right.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I mean, you know what you saw, but it's nice to know that people who make a difference in what we believe are agreeing with you. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Can you imagine five and two hundred and fifty years? I don't think so. It's just
3: mm-hmm. my wife's paid attention.
1: Your wife paid attention. Well that, that is well, really I
3: I've seen, I've seen it first. And then I I literally I pulled over the side of the road and we looked at it.
1: You know, you know, yeah, you know, we, we by golly, and
3: looked at it. So, but we didn't have a camera, so we couldn't take a picture.
1: Oh, don't you just want to fall on your ceremonial sword when something like that happens? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, what did you get in your envelope that made you smile? This is like, Christmas. oh, well, Christmas?
3: I got my guilder sleeves and then the um. Uh, 2000,
1: 2000 plus. Let's see what you got here. Um, you
3: well, got there's the x minus one, and mess. then uh,
1: yeah. You got x minus yeah. one and dragnet net, 2000 yeah. plus, and the Dickersons. Yeah, Your responsibility and then, is to report back on the Dickersons.
3: Yeah, I'll get I'll get to the Dickersons sometime this week and.
1: Had you, got, you've heard, have you heard Bickersons before? Just
3: one or two episodes here and there.
1: Okay, so it was just a little taste. Okay, that's good because I'd really next week I'd really like to know how your ears responded to them. I really love them. I think that, and in the beginning
3: well, I didn't. Well, like, in the beginning I just like I'm anything uh, Don Amici's in.
1: So. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, yes.
3: Oh, he's just, right?
0: I'm a Don Amici fan. And where did Don Amici come from? I think from his mother. From mommy. his mother. Oh, you guys are good. <laughs> what state?
1: Oh. Oh, wait. Uh, Nebraska. He was born in Wisconsin. He
0: was born in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. yes. Wisconsin. That's what I said. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin.
1: I said Nebraska by accident. Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin.
1: Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, anyway, in the beginning, so when I first heard yeah. the Dickersons, I hated them. Absolutely hated them. And it was because Blanche was such a whining witch at 2 o'clock in the morning, and this poor man <laughs> was trying to get some sleep. And Blanche,
2: Blanche, I, I Blanche. know,
1: I know. John, John, wake <laughs> up, John. You're snoring. <laughs> well, I don't snore. That poor guy, you know. And after... The third or fourth show, I was on the floor mm-hmm. with some of the, the exchanges and the comebacks. But those first couple, I just, ooh, ooh, rotten lady.
0: Patricia really ha-
1: didn't like
0: her. Patricia hasn't used some of her favorite catchphrases in a while with me yet. What? Oh, the shows that you used to use, from the, that you love from the show that you used to pour on me once in a while.
1: Oh, do it now, Walden. Uh-huh. That's what you I mean, say it,
0: but you won't do it. You do it, it. you will do, do, do it. Do now. now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what Blanche says to poor John. Okay. I'll bring the how puppy you, back in the how morning. How many people
3: in real life do you know that are the Dickerson's?
1: You know, Gary, I wondered if maybe there was somebody in my past who behaved like that, and that's
0: why she struck me as so unlikable. Mostly, well, I had the, the son of the writer. He said, that's the way his mom and dad was at night. He just... It, it, that's the way they were. So he just took it, he took the routines home and wrote them up.
3: Whoa. I, I know, I know three or four couples that are that way. And, you, you get with them, or you, or you, you know about them, their, their fights and everything. And, but, uh, you, you couldn't find two people who are more in love. you know, you know, they're just, they're just totally in love, but they just yeah. can't stand each
1: they would, other. They would melt <laughs> without each other, but when they're together, they are fire. Yeah. Oh, well, why? Why are,
0: they, why, why are question. Why are the relationships that way anyway? I don't know. It's just opposites
4: attract
3: sometimes, and then that's just... I,
1: well, I can tell you from my relatives why some of them turned out that way but Uh why they wound up in marriages that survived in that kind of an environment is beyond me i just really don't know that's a great question Mm -hmm. walden your homework for this (laughs) to check out the psychology sites and find out what makes these people tick and why they can tick together. One ticks, the other talks, and they're perfectly in sync. Okay, Gary, are you ready? Yep. Which popular comedy show was sponsored by Velveeta? Oh,
0: I just listened to that. Of course you did. Oh, Patricia's going to play tough.
3: I remember the Valvita commercial and I can't think of what the name of the show is now.
1: But you listened to it recently. How many shows uh, have you listened well, to? Well, the last one? couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's close enough. Okay. We'll uh, forgive you on that one. Uh, I, have,
3: I can't even think of it. It's just...
1: Okay. Well, I have some product stuff. Let's see what we've got in products. Do you want to take a shot at some products?
4: Sure.
1: Okay, I've got four characters or people. I want i will name them, and you tell me what they—they—they um, they, they were. What am I—what am I looking for? They—they they were not announcers, supporters. They were representatives. That'll—that'll that'll do it. Okay. Choo-choo Charlie. What product did he tout?
3: Um. Uh, th- that's, uh, th- 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 Candy, um, Charleston Chews.
1: Go again. Wasn't Charleston Chews? Chew, Chew, Charlie. Chew,
3: choo, 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 choo. Yeah. I thought it was, I remember him. Mm-hmm. I know it had to be chocolate.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Well leave him. There are four on this there are four on this list and I only need two. Don Wilson and Jack Finney and the Aldrich family all had this as a sponsor.
3: Oh, um Lucky Strikes. No. It was well it was the cigarettes. Nope. Um
1: John Wilson was the spokesperson for Jack Benny, and the Aldrich family was also sponsored by this.
3: Now, I don't know.
1: Okay. Jean Autry advertised a particular product.
3: I feel like a third grader.
1: No, yeah, they're hard. You know, if I asked you in reverse, if I gave you a product name, it would be easier to name the person. I'm doing it backwards and it's very hard.
3: Oh, I can't think of it.
1: Okay. Bucky
3: Beaver. I don't really know who Bucky Beaver is.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now we are into products. We have, I'll name the four products. I need two. I think I'm going to kill people with this. All right. Let me move down. <laughs> that was a terrible combination. I'm trying to mix them up so that they represent different generations. Let's see. Okay. So I've got four products. I'm going to tell you what the four products, one is, one is um, associated with products. So I'll, I'll name all four, and then I'll go back and you tell me two of them. Blue Blades, Ben Franklin, Fathead, and Horlicks. What are Blue Blades?
3: Um, razor Blades.
1: Very good. Do you remember who put them out? No. It was Gillette and they were in little paper wrappers. Okay. But you're right, they were they were razor blades. Okay, you got one. Ben Franklin.
3: That's a hundred dollar
4: bill. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, <laughs> associated with products. Boy, we we know where this man's heart is, Walden.
0: Cold, hard cash, you bet. Yeah. Oh What did uh, Benjamin Franklin event?
1: What did he invent? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> even you're out of it, Oh,
3: uh, well, it would have been um, the well, potbelly stove. The stove. A stove.
1: That's now, this, was, this was the name of something.
0: Well, the Ben Franklin and,
1: stove. Yeah, the Ben Franklin
0: stove. No, nope, not thinking about. Well, a ben are you Franklin thinking about stove? the? I, well, I think I'm in another Ben Franklin, but okay, I'll I'll keep
3: going. No. Well, there's oh. also the the the, uh, the store. That's right. Jennifer, That's right. the
0: variety store. store. Very
1: good. A dime store. The dime store. Yeah. Did you call it
0: the dime store?
1: That's
3: how. Well, I never. I just. I call it a store.
0: That's a sort of store. My mom grew up as they in the Midwest. They called them a dime store when she was a kid. A dime
1: store. Now Woolworths build itself, or the name of Woolworths mm-hmm. for many years was. The five and dime store, and they claimed you know a nickel and a dime would buy stuff, and of course it didn't. But they called themselves the five and dime or the five and ten cent store. Right. I I don't know about Ben Franklin, if they, uh, you know, what
0: they. I think Ben Franklin must been the Midwest version of Woolworths Did um, you have
3: Woolworth? Well, I I no. remember seeing Ben Franklin's down in Louisiana, and then. Uh, there was some up here in Wisconsin that just recently closed. See,
0: mm-hmm. I, I don't ever remember growing up with a five-and-dime out here on the West Coast. So oh, I'm wondering...
1: But I think with Ben Franklin, people like your mom probably called it the dime store because it was a parallel to Woolworths. It wasn't like they offered identical products, but they I, and, see, similar we, stores.
0: Uh, and I think it was strange because the family that owned it in my small hometown owned four of them throughout different small cities throughout the Midwest. Uh-huh. And it was so funny. Um, Joe, Joe, our friend Jonas, with the family, he retired in Northern California, where the, uh, the Hooty Pokey people live. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to tell them that, you know, he just ran a bunch of five and dime stores. So he just, <clears throat> when they would ask all these doctors, lawyers, what do you do? Oh, I just went, I just went to the bank. And that's what he did. He just took the bank. He took all the nickel and dime, took it to the bank every day. That part of his job. Good for him.
1: Good for him. <laughs> Um, Okay, Gary. What is it you would like? I told you I would finish your Gildersleeve series, so you'll get all of the rest of the season, 7,
0: 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. All right, Gary, what's Leroy cat name? I I, I looked, and I looked, and I could not find him. Okay. You
1: rascal, you went out and you looked. Uh Uh-huh. I looked, I looked. (laughs)
3: And
0: I'm looking for my Gildersleeve book. the only thing I can think of is Melvin. Nope. <laughs> oh, I mean, where is I, my Gildersleeve book? I think I got a good one. I think I got a good question tonight. You
1: certainly did. Where is my Gildersleeve book? Now, wait a minute. We
0: just used that book a couple of weeks ago. I know. I mean, this is terrible. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Would oh. The family needs to know. How Patricia Hurricane closet? It's it's ill. <laughs> it's not well at all. We don't have any goodies in there. Can you I get I don't have down. any goodies in there, and I haven't
1: even been shopping. I mean, I got stuff like oranges and bananas, but um, that's not gonna serve you. can't, you can't put bana- You can't put bananas in a hurricane closet.
0: Yeah, I mean, so if you get trapped for seven days, how long is that that gonna last you? Well, I ate
1: my bananas. So I'll have to survive on oranges and I've got milk that will go sour when the electricity goes out and lots of stuff in the freezer that I'm going to have to eat very quickly because that will thaw as well. So, well, Gary, what is it on your list that I need to put? Um, need to put put some more
3: um, uh, gun smoke in.
1: Gun smoke. Okay. You're up to season six. Season six is in your envelope. You've got. Three, four, five, and six. So we'll keep going on Gunsmoke. Okay. Gunsmoke seven. Yeah. You got it. Okay.
3: Yeah. I got, yeah. Yeah. Three, four, five, and six.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We're up to seven. All right. Well, you have yourself a wonderful week. Be safe. And for heaven's sakes, do something about the cold weather. I mean, it's um, cold. It's cold. No fibbing. Actually,
3: cold. right now it's perfect. I, do, I really don't want it to get warmer than it is now. I mean, okay. I'm, I guess I'm
0: being selfish. Well, I guess you're going to need to put the, your order in pretty quick.
3: I mean, I, I, if you know, you guys tell me when you're coming up. Okay. A,
0: a couple of weeks ahead of okay, time. Okay, a couple of weeks. And, You'll I will. I will make one for that. Okay. Now, I, I do. Uh, do are you going to send the the menu ahead of time? Um, if you want a menu,
3: I can send you a menu. <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Well, I, I don't. I have to talk to Patricia. She wants to just su- su- have surprise meals, or do we need to pick them out? Simple
2: taste.
0: Simple taste. Lots of bunny food. Lots of bunny food. Right. Okay, uh,
2: Gary. You have yeah, yourself
1: I, a. a Have yourself a great week, and um, do something about the weather for us, please. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks, Gary. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Did that mean just carrots? No, bunny food. Well, bunnies eat carrots, don't they? Yeah, but they eat other stuff. Like what? Like Lettuce. I don't know if they eat
1: green peppers and, and cucumbers. Oh, I've got a cucumber. I can make cucumber salad tonight. No,
0: no, no, okay. Now, our bunny rabbit that lives in Fort Myers, does
1: mm-hmm.
0: she pick a what kind of lettuce we, when we go visit the family? Oh, iceberg. Okay, okay. So that, iceberg. Uh,
1: yeah. Everything else is an imposter. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> All right, family, we know. We know now. You can put that in the shopping list. I think i make a list, huh? 545-207. Well, 207, well, <laughs> everybody loves you all.
1: <laughs> the problem is we understand. <laughs> we know exactly what you're saying, except with numbers. You really have to share all of the numbers. <laughs> you know, there, there are nine other people who could be awakened <laughs>
0: Hit the well on your. Get <laughs> out the well in your keypad. Seven one four. I know. Yeah. One.
1: <laughs> you know my problem with transposing numbers. If I if I say them out loud, yeah. I'm okay. If I don't, and I look at something and I write it down, or I even remember it in my head, it doesn't work. And at least three times I transposed. Two of your numbers, and I don't know who this poor person was, but she doesn't answer the
0: phone uh, anymore. I guess when my name shows up, well, you know, guys, I'm I'm missed that I can't get you can't talk to you on my birthday. Well, I,
1: I know I had those numbers correct, oh. but oh. I tried, okay, I tried, okay.
0: 714 545 If you're a brand new listener, give us a call. We love to talk to new people. We love to talk to the family. Uh, Patricia will put a couple extra goodies in your in your envelopes if you like to just say hi. How you do? How? And assuming
1: the post office will send them.
0: Yes. If you, have, if you haven't noticed, our... But Patricia is trying to get an invite to the White House, so she's uh, he's probably going to be deported.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind get to the White House; I'm gonna get out of the country.
0: You know, I just got what? thinking when when I when a federal government got formed. I think the, originally there was just four cabinet members. One of them was the U.S. Postal General, so they go back a long way. So you know, somebody didn't. Read what to do. Never mind where they came from.
1: Oh, no. I think I can only expect one thing at a time. I want my mail sent. Uh, that's good for a start. First step. Yeah.
0: I I, I think it's a pretty good you know, smile and say, "Can we try again?" That would be good, huh? Uh, I think I I think it could be. Um, I mean, it's I don't better think... than
1: listen up. Better yeah. than listen up, Bucko.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're going to the post office Monday. Once you get the call in, uh, you'll probably wait till you have your your thing, your hands on the hot little get out of jail free card. I <laughs> hadn't
1: thought about it most
0: years. <laughs> oh, then, then you're gonna make your triumphant walk into the into the post office. You're gonna have the uh, get out of jail card in one hand. And all mm-hmm. 26 envelopes in a bag in your other hand,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're gonna walk up to the counter, mm-hmm. and are you gonna pick out which one you're gonna talk to first, or whoever happened to be there standing, you're gonna present your. Uh... I have enough envelopes to share. <laughs> you like that? I love that. That way, you said. I just, I, want to, I want to greet each, each one of you individually. Sure, I, I have enough. The Easter bunny. Sure. <laughs> I have two eggs
1: for you, you brat. I have two eggs for you, you rude person. I have three eggs for you. Yeah, this is good. I'll be the Easter bunny. I have enough. No matter who comes out of the back, I have enough. <laughs> No, it's, a, it's not like a pie. When you get to the end and you say, "Oh dear, somebody doesn't have a piece," there's enough for everybody.
0: And you know what? You'll be your closing line when you walk out. Oh, don't tempt me. I have, I, I get, what? I have one. I'll be back. <sighs>
1: I shall return. <laughs> That's good. That's good, Walden. I have to do it with a bit of a flourish. Yeah. 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 And a pipe.
0: I think that would be very appropriate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Got to get me a general's hat for that one. hmm Yeah, that's good. I mean, now, I, oh, dear. You know, I had such a good relationship with these people, and we always got along well. And now I might not even be able to go back to my very own post
0: office. And you were thinking, about bringing, you were thinking about bringing them chocolate chip cookies for Christmas, weren't you? Yes, I was. That's off the list at the moment. Not only are the
1: cookies off the list, <laughs> we have an entire building full of people who have fallen out. Uh, they fell off the list. They're all gone. Uh, well, I have Pooh Bear to rescue us.
0: And Pooh, be- two- and Pooh Bear is going to be on the station in two weeks. Uh, uh, everybody, that will be broadcast. I can give you the exact time at 7.15 Eastern Time. Yeah. And if from 7.15 to 5 o'clock. Gloria McMillan will be directing... The Pooh Bear story.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. That's Don the ha- convention. That's the, the showcase. Yeah.
0: Don Hastings will uh, be the narrator, and Bob Hastings will be the rabbit. And who gets to be Pooh? Uh, Chris. One of Chris. The Chris. I mean, Gloria's youngest grandson, Christopher, okay. will be Pooh.
1: He really has to have a young boy. Yep,
0: He's um, Pooh Bear.
1: Sterling. What's his face? Sterling
0: Holloway. Yeah.
1: All right, yeah. He had such an unusual voice, and it was so perfect for Pooh. Pooh. Yeah, Pooh. Okay, here here are two Pooh wisdoms. All right. Pooh bear. Oh, gosh, I love Winnie the Pooh. One of the advantages of being disorganized is that one is always having surprising discoveries.
0: Works for me. Uh, it that close to your heart?
1: Well, since I'm... Somewhere in this minefield is my it's my Gildersleeve book. And it might even be under my pillow. I didn't check there. Gee whiz, this is so embarrassing.
0: You know, it makes me wonder. And, and you're the only one that lives to. I
1: know. I know. I I are responsible for this. So, you know, I'm digging around, and I got a couple of really good books. One of them is. Um, you know, fun stuff yeah. with um, Elliot Lewis's book is here and yeah. I've got one by Lawrence Block started and I've got this great book, this history book, Hubris, over there, um, you know, about the the George Bush administration and, well, you know, the, the, the national and international things that went on and spy people who were there. Which doesn't necessarily mean they're true, but it's one point of view. And I was really eager to get into that book. And what am I doing? I'm sitting here looking for Gildersleeve. Help me, Walden. <laughs> well, uh,
0: uh, you're well, laughing. No, I'm just, think, uh, I'm just you thinking. You are amused, Bunny. Bunny Rabbit. Look, did, did you finish the book a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. C- could there have been a possibility you might have put it up on the bookshelf? Bookshelf that you made a few weeks ago. I sneaked over there. I've got a whole shelf just of old-time radio. Ain't there? Not there. Everything else is there. I've looked in the, in, the, um, in the restroom. I do not read in the restroom.
1: Man, I hit and run. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the same way in the shower. I mean, people are still gathering their goodies to, to wear after a shower, and I'm in out and hair is dried. Nope. No messing around in there. No, I don't have a library in there. I thought I had one out here, but <laughs> what I have is a minefield. 714
0: 545 Let's take, what make guesses. 2071. Thank you. Let's make some guesses. Where is Patricia Gillespie book? Uh, whoever can submit the right answer will win a prize. 714-545-2071. And we'll have to wait until next week to know. 5452071. Or email it to floridawriter at hotmail.com.
1: I mean, this is really frustrating because I have my wonderful calendar that you gave me mm-hmm. with the days of, you know, with all of the old time radio, yeah. Who were, who were born and maybe even died. What's today? Today is the 8th, right? Right. <gasps> Robert Preston. He mm. was born in 1918. And Lassie premiered in 1947. Now, see, I've got this wonderful book with me. See, I even read something to it. So, you know I have this in my hot little paws. My little paws can find a whole book. I mean, this is not a piece of paper we're talking about. This is a whole book. book. And it is not a skinny book. It's a big book.
0: Uh,
1: it, well, it's it's a Book. You know there are some that
0: mm-hmm. come out and they're
1: skinny. This one is not skinny.
0: Have you this stuck one, it underneath the one bed? Eight. Well,
1: well, no, I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you told me I should put <laughs> stuff under there. I know.
0: Yes. No. My mama, I, my mama let me do that. Why don't you? Well, you should be able to do that. Well, I, 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 just never have. I put, I put two.
1: Of the carousels. I have empty carousels there just in case you load me up with something that needs Uh, a little bit of a spindle. You know, it's actually a spindle. I call it a cake box. So I've got two of those and they're empty plus one box you told
0: me I should put under my bed and that's it. Okay, so you've been uh, unpacking. Yeah. Have you been putting the cake boxes up on the shelf? or How, how are you getting yourself oh, yeah. organized?
1: yeah, They're they're organized. Okay. Well, there are a couple that have two of this and one of that uh-huh. and, oh gee, where does this one belong? <laughs> I don't know. Let's put it in here. So I have a whole bunch of things that I have labeled miscellaneous. Uh-huh. I think miscellaneous piles are the most fun because you never no, You uh-huh. just never know. Uh-huh. Okay, one more Pooh Bear. Sometimes, said Pooh, the smallest things take up the most room in your heart.
0: That's nice.
1: Yeah, he was so full of wisdom. Yeah. I need to read Winnie the Pooh. I haven't had a Pooh Bear book in my hands for a squillion years. Yeah,
0: I don't think I've ever read a Pooh Bear book. I've, uh, Well, I'll I, get one and read it to you. Would you How's do that? that? I would love that, because I what I remember uh, the Kid Wreckers. I uh, had a lot of sure. the Winnie Pooh, the Kid Wreckers. Okay.
1: All right. So, I've got, um, June stuff, and I've got, um, coin auction stuff, mm-hmm. and awful show nominations. I found some new ones for this week. I mean, new ones for the file. I Mm -hmm. I have (laughs) never run out for the shows. Um, Prices and inflation from the 1940s and Chrysler cars. What an interesting collection of cars and inventions and our Fibber show and Walden's questions and quotes by comedians and useless but fun and trivia and superstitions. I forgot to tell you, we've got superstitions here.
0: What are you in the mood to do? Oh, it's up to you. The phone's not ringing. Okay. everybody gone to bed. Really? I don't think so. You don't think so.
1: No. I think, I think maybe
0: they're playing possum. They're, they're just thinking, they're just thinking they're just shocked that we're on the air. It's just past our bedtime I guess. You know?
1: Uh-huh. Now, alright, here. Ears. Ear itches? Yeah. If you, and remind, I'll tell you right and left in a minute. If your right ear itches, someone is speaking very well of you. If your left ear itches,
0: someone is speaking ill of you. It's because, for me, it's just because I got <laughs> wax in my ear. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's quite what they had in mind. I guess not. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Well, maybe they did. I mean, an itch is an itch, for uh-huh. goodness sake. Well, I have a GPS that does not know right from left.
0: Oh, that's very unusual. I know.
1: I mean, I have been told to stay right, get in the left lane, and... That's a little the,
0: difficult, isn't
1: it? Oh, yes, it is. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of like you flip a coin and hope that hope, hope what is went by isn't your, isn't your exit. Yep. But that's what it does. Because <laughs> when... <laughs> Well, I mean, really, and this is the third time I got nailed. And well, I was paying attention, but it it came up sooner than I thought, than I, than I remembered well, it was. You need to have so Barbara, here I am. You need,
0: you need Barbara to send you a, a current GPS model, maybe.
1: I think I need to, uh, you know, this this voice did not go to school. Is what the problem <laughs> is. Maybe maybe a little dyslexia and doesn't know right from left. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, I get on. I-95, which is a minor miracle, and I didn't have to go anywhere. I mean, when I say go anywhere, I mean I was not in a spaghetti bowl. So, you know, a little turn here, a little turn there, a little shoot up here. That's cool. I'm on I'm on 95. This is great. So then it says, um, you better, you, you have to go onto the Florida Turnpike. I can do that. So I get, get off the exit. I-95 and I'm on the Florida Turnpike and that's a very long road and I know what comes up and I think I even mentioned this the last time it's a fork in the road Uh and the fork is from for uh, I-75 and I have to take I-75 of course across the state Mm -hmm. however the other half goes south to Miami Uh which is where I've been. Uh So here I am, I'm puddling along, and I'm staying in the middle, you know, because it's like having a foot on either side of the pool. Right, right. So I'm in the middle, and it says, stay left, stay left. Get in the left lane, stay left. I said, okay, I'll get in the left lane, you know, because they, they shoot off in all different directions, right. and they've got exits on the right, exits on the left. Don't you know she put me on the route to Miami? I'm, I'm there, and I'm seeing the word Naples go breezing by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be on the right side, not the left side, and that happens a couple of times, so I'm going to see if I can reprogram it. but. Anyway, at least I'm smart enough to get off. And <laughs> I got off the next exit and pulled into a, a shopping center, and then said, "Take me home, take me home." <laughs> so she had to start all over again. <laughs> I got back. I got back <laughs> in the right direction. It was only about ten minutes. So, oh. but oh, how frustrating! And I, and I was waiting because this is the one where even the sign on the on the um, Turnpike said stay in the center lane for Naples <laughs> and the center lane goes to Miami. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh wow! I mean, it just, oh, gosh. You know, to see Naples just go by for the third time. What do you think I'd have learned? Some people just never learn.
0: Well, you trust the little thing in the box, that's all.
1: Well, she knows a heck of a lot more about the roads than I do. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, and the- she said, stay left, stay left. And I said, you're out of your mind. I'm staying on I-95 because that's <laughs> where I want to be. And I talked to her all the way. And, and you know, it's this left-handed thing. She must be left-handed. <laughs> stay left. Stay left. Exit. Uh... Exit approaching. Stay left. You is out of you mind. <laughs> I go straight and I get <laughs> I'll tell you, you know and then puddles. But nobody told me what my little critter was. And? I don't know. I, I really don't know what, what it was. Did,
0: what did, what, of... we, we, I think we. when you started to describe it, we got a call. So oh, let's, let's okay. From, let's do it from the beginning. What?
1: Well, it looks like a giant um, gerbil. Not, well, gerbil, hamster. giant hamster. And gerbils aren't too far away from that. But much bigger. I mean, not huge, but probably the size of a kitten mm-hmm. and it ran like a rat or a, a rodent but it didn't have a long tail it had a tail like like um a guinea pig so i don't know what it was but it made it to the other side you know it ran across the road stupid creature when i say road i mean it's six lane highway
0: well maybe it's a hamster on steroids
1: it, that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> now, where did he get the roids?
0: Uh, well, been hang, they, they've been, been
1: hanging been, around the ball club. Well, yeah,
0: I, there's, that, there's that biogenic clinic down there in Miami. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we
1: we usually get nails for the um, you know things like oxy oxy uh, oxycontin. I didn't know we were. Fighting
0: oh, yeah. the wealth. Oh, yeah, that's where, uh, that's where, they, they, that's where they're, they're going to just sit there spend a bunch of ballpark because they're getting their, their stuff from the oh. clinics in Miami. My gosh, my gosh.
1: The, right, know,
0: the way it's done is it, now assuming gross hormone. It to be the yeah. biggest thing now. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's
1: exactly what it is. And, you know, a couple of guys will start. And the rest of them look and say, what chance do I have if I don't level the playing field? It's one of the few times where the stupid expression level the playing field really makes any sense as an expression. And then you wind up with the whole team on this
0: stuff. Yep.
1: I don't know what the answer
0: is. Oh, well. Well, that's why I think they are got to be doing blood testing pretty quick. Oh, well. Why haven't they done it sooner? The p- player association been fighting it, but now the players in their own so- are complaining. They want they want it to be fair, so so they want to police themselves. Yes, and the, and that's encouraging. Yeah. That
1: is really encouraging. Are they going to do a good job? I think they?
0: so. I think baseball I think baseball really stuffing up. So they're set up with it themselves. Uh-huh. Oh of, my
1: goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, would you like one or two of your questions? I would love maybe, it. Maybe maybe a a um, fibber show, and okay. we'll come back and do the rest of them. Shao
0: Shaw a great idea.
1: Okay. Um. See, I don't know if I gave you this question.
0: Well, so I can, I, got, I can ask stupid and not and give you the right answer anyway.
1: Well, you can tell me because I have an, a backup <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. All right. Um. Yeah, okay, did I ask you, in old-time radio, ivory soap was not the only bar of soap that floated. Did I ask you that?
0: No, but I think I know
1: the answer. What? Swan. Yeah, I think I asked you that, and you knew the answer.
0: Well, I hmm. guess I'm guess I I guess I'm disqualified for giving the right answer. Well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, and, you, you and Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, true. <laughs>
1: Get over out because
0: you answered the questions right. Get yeah, on here. Yeah,
5: Hop along Cassidy's horse named Topper. There you go, Al. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Al. I I, I've been sitting around here trying to think of it.
1: It's past your bedtime. We kept you up.
0: Okay, now name his sidekicks. Who was Hoppy's oh my. sidekick? Oh, California it? Carlson. That's right. Wasn't there one more for, in the movies? Yes. Yes. And who was the one in the movies, everybody? I know Carlson did the... California Carlson did the radio show. He may have done some movies. I think he did some movies, but I think there was also another one. Mm, Well, That doesn't ring a bell. Even if I stay up all night, I won't take it out. Yeah,
5: I think you're right, but I'm just... I think you're right. No, California Carlson is the only one I have on my list.
0: But when I was...
1: Out squirreling around looking at movie posters. Uh-huh. Remember the cowboy movie posters I pulled out a couple of weeks ago? Right. Had some different names, a variety of names, but those
0: were in the movies. You know, all that merchandise that came out in the 50s. How much were mm-hmm. department stores asking for the Hopalong? You know, belt buckles and shoes. I mean, the poor, the poor parents had a shovel out, you know, two, three, four, five bucks a piece. I, I don't know. That, that's a lot of
1: money. I wouldn't but be surprised. But if you've got two or three kids, you can't buy for one and not the other. Unless it's a birthday. I
0: mm-hmm. guess so.
1: Somebody else had a birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. Hop along Cassidy's t shirt. Yeah. shirt and toothbrush and. Hop along. Oh, toothbrush? Do they really have a toothbrush? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. How about mug? Everybody, oh, yeah, a lunchbox. Yeah. A lunchbox,
1: yeah, Hopalong Cassidy lunchbox. Everybody yeah. had a lunchbox.
2: Yeah. Uh,
5: right. How about a Hopalong Cassidy bicycle?
0: Yeah, there
5: oh. was a, I think there was
0: one. Yes, there oh, was. There was. Yeah. Well, here um, we go. A rich I kid
5: think in my neighborhood had one. Wow.
1: We have a 1954 Hopalong Cassidy lunchbox. Hmm. It's a lithograph, so it went through a very special process. I certainly hope so for $276.25.
5: That's the current price?
1: That's, yeah, that's what it's selling for. Wow. Well, but the rest of them are like $30 and $40. But oh, I, here's an, another one.
0: I would love to know what the original prices were for some of these things. That's
1: when I'm, I'm on you know, the original price. Let's see. Hop along Cassidy. Lunchbox. 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 A fair price let's see. Lunchbox. These are all collectors. Yeah. We don't
0: want collectors. We want to know. What the, the Ralph, is. do you remember were there lunchboxes of other characters be, before Hopalong Cassidy? Or did
3: Well I I can remember Lord Rogers?
0: Hope uh, Rogers. Oh, that's Gordon, gone. Gone. okay. Uh, well, then later on, you know, they had, like, Star Trek. I know, like, but I was trying to think who was the first one to put the
3: mm, symbol Long on Long Ranger. I had a Long Ranger one.
0: There was one. Okay. Did Orson Annie have one? I don't remember. Superman? Don't Must think have. so. I was reading, remember, I, we were reading that little article this week from Jack Frank saying there was, Nine items in the, like this, uh, 1935 of different little Orphan Annie merchandise, you know, that came out. So, you know, mm-hmm. they were marketing pretty heavily, but I don't know who were the, f- the first lunchbox.
1: Well, I'm trying to find something other than a mortgage payment <laughs> for, for a Hopalong Cassidy lunchbox. Let's see, yeah. Down and down and down. I remember
5: about lunchboxes, the thermos always got broken. Well,
1: it was glass
5: on the inside. It was glass, it? wasn't it? Yeah, it was glass, a vacuum, uh, two layers of glass with a vacuum in between. It was, uh, it was uh, shiny like a mirror. Mm hmm.
1: Collectibles. See, I don't want really collectibles. I wanna know what mom paid. Uh, let's see. No. Autographed copies, big deal.
0: <laughs> um I think the I think all i came out pretty early in the game of comic books, right? And comic and colouring things probably. Back in the forties.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think somebody like Roy Rogers probably had all cowboy stuff out there. Um, lunchbox, lunchbox. Hold on. Vintage. 1950. All right. Cost of, let's see, cost of toys. Let's see, toys. 1950 toys. How's that? Sure.
5: Yeah, I had a, uh, oh, it, it was in the 40s, I had a twin a bicycle, uh-huh. kind of the basic model, and, and it was $40. Wow. Wow.
0: Well, you know Not really, anymore. No. You know things would really last pretty, a pretty good long time if you wanted to.
5: Yeah, you know, I, uh, I actually saved up to buy that thing myself. And when I went in the military, I gave it to my uh, my niece. huh. she had the thing for years.
0: What color was it?
5: It was green and white. The base color was green.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Was, it, was, it was a good bike had the big balloon tires on it, you know?
0: Yep. How much was, was it, how much was a baseball? He had to go buy a baseball. Would it be a, a buck and a quarter or something like that?
2: Mm,
5: I don't know. Uh-huh. We used to buy um, a pink rubber ball made by Spalding. Right. We called it a Spalding. And that's what you used to play stickball with. And they were 17 cents a piece.
0: So were they last last for a while?
5: Oh yeah, they they were pretty durable. Uh Usually uh, they fell down the sewer you lost them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think we lost Patricia. So hold on, let's get... Stand by, Ralph. I think we lost her. So
3: hold on. JAWS for Windows is ready. Welcome to Skype. Press Insert plus H for a list of JAWS. Selected Bill Bragg, Carolyn Drive, Carolyn, K-A, Jim Tick, Jeff Silk, Frank, Re- Dennis Hart, Cynthia, Claire Schult, Bill Grime, Plus One, Reps Club, Nolan, K- Michael, Jerry, e- Imagineer, Echo Slip. Bill Bragg, All Chains, Bill Bragg, Echo Slash, Imagine, Jerry Hedges on, page down, 5 of 100. Selected Bill Bragg, Michael, Nolan, K- Reps Club, Plus One, Bill Grime, C- Claire Shaw, Cynthia, Dennis Hart, Frank, Re- Jeff Silk Jim Tick, K-A, Carolyn, Carolyn, Patricia, Patr- Patricia Neweyth, phone the application, send SMS, invite the group, enter, leaving menus, Patricia Neweyth, unloading JAWS, cancel, okay then. Oh, right, that
0: will do it. There we go, I'm back, I got, we should get Patricia back here.
1: I've been thrown out of better places. Well, you have. No, I haven't.
0: You have, well, this is it's a,
1: always the this time. This is the best place I've ever been thrown out of.
0: You know, always at this time of the night, you get dumped.
1: I know. I wonder if it's like some of the broadband. If I, you stay I, with the show for four hours,
0: they disconnect you and you have to reconnect. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if because we, for the audience who may have been, we called Patricia via her phone, and I'm thinking the phone doesn't have as much broadband bandwidth compared probably to a, a computer, and I think maybe it just wears it wears itself out. I don't know. I think it's on
1: your end. You just throw me out, throw me to the wolves. Are, Ralph, you, are you
0: gonna help me? Oh right. Now did you look did you do your homework like Ralph and I asked you to? What? Oh, I'm still looking for toys. Okay.
1: You mean hop Cassidy stuff? Uh-huh. I think it's going I think it's going to take just a, a little bit more time. You know, like when I find <clears throat> excuse me, I find racks of toys out there, yeah, I say racks, you know, pictures and explanations of what toys cost. But I am not. Let's see, celebrities or seen in comics.
0: Let's see here. Keep going. Okay, so remember the actor who played California Carlson.
5: Oh, Andy, somebody. somebody, That's uh, right,
0: Andy. Andy
1: Klyce. There you go. Very good. Boy, you're hot tonight.
0: (laughs) There you go. Let's see. Um. Did you ever have a BB gun, Ralph? Oh,
5: yeah. I I, I went through oh, quite a few of those. I wore what them
1: do, out. How do you wear out a BB gun?
5: You just keep using it until it breaks. <laughs>
1: I, what happens when a, when a BB gun breaks or wears down? Does it have a firing pin in it?
0: It, it just... Uh, you can't shoot the BBs out anymore, I guess.
5: I had a daisy pump. And I also had the, uh, the lever-action Red Rider style, and I, I wore both of them out.
1: What didn't work anymore when it got worn? I, I've never had a gun, so the, all of this is brand new. I'm I'm sorry if it sounds like Mickey Mouse questions. I really don't know. Actually, what we can... To,
2: uh,
5: you, you you pull a lever or uh, pull the slide, and it just wouldn't uh, wouldn't uh, charge like. Uh, any air into it. Mm-hmm. The mechanism, you know, it seemed like it was working, but it's no longer serviceable.
1: Okay. So you, you can't do a Gene Shepard.
5: Uh,
1: when, when your daisy rifle breaks down, you can't do a Gene Shepard. You can't hit yourself and break your glasses.
5: No, and blame it on an icicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 uh, Patricia, man. your your GPS?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. I, I don't have the email any longer. But if you just go to Google and put in a, a Italian GPS.
1: Uh-huh.
5: And you'll look at, the, it'll come up and you say, Jersey Boys by GPS.
1: Okay.
5: I'm telling you, I left. <laughs> you know, I, I grew up in an Italian neighborhood, and uh, it, the language in the thing is so typical that I just cracked up when I heard
1: it. <laughs> Does it tell you correctly where to go? I mean, not. I'm going to tell
5: you. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you, better, you better look at it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> when, you right. have, when you have a moment. By the way, it, the, uh, the Red, you can still buy a Red rider BB gun. They'll be made today. And they sell them in Kmart and Walmart. Uh-huh. Oh, Walmart
1: will sell
0: anything <laughs> blow up a tank, for gosh sakes. Never mind, a BB gun. Why do they mess around with BBs? And it's about 20-some-odd bucks. Yeah, we, we graduated to pellet guns. Oh, the the pellet gun have more more force. When they come out faster. Uh, yeah,
5: and you know, uh, a BB gun just has a round steel ball right. that you shoot. Right. A pellet gun has a um. Well, it's a pellet it's uh it's uh kind of sort of bullet shaped. Right. And it has a cone in the back, you know, where it seals into the barrel and then the uh, the uh, Yeah, it's that. You you could pump them up,
0: you know, 20 times. mm -hmm. What would you buy your BBs at when you were a kid, in the 40s? Was it mail order, or did the the, the local hardware store carry BBs? Oh,
5: yeah, they were everywhere. You you could buy them uh, in a hardware store in a Mm -hmm. toy store. They are all over the place. But even a sporting
1: goods shop probably had them at that mm. time. Okay. A Hopalong Cassidy wristwatch. Will that do? Yep. Six I'm sorry, $7.65. That's a lot of money in 1950? I think, anyway.
0: Well, I'm trying to think. What was the, what was the guy's minimum wage in 1950? It was oh. about, what, $0.35, $0.50 cents? An hour?
5: You right, right Would about you right? repeat the question? I missed part
0: of that. Well, he
1: wants to know what the minimum wage was in 1950 because I'm thinking Hopalong Cassidy wristwatch for $7.65 is a lot of money.
0: So I'm, well, trying to, so I'm trying to figure out what the minimum wage was for a guy in 1950. Right. If he was like 50 cents <laughs> a, an, an hour? I don't know.
5: And in in uh, 1951, I went to work. Right. <clears throat> I had a 40-hour-a-week job, and I got
0: $30. So if that was 75 cents an hour. I, I guess, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, I can't uh, do the math here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you You got, tell me again, you got how many dollars?
0: He got $30 for 40 hours of work.
1: There, all right, so that's. A, this is almost 25% of his paycheck. $7.65. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: That's a lot of money. Oh, well, look at this idioms, axioms, and phrases. I should have looked this up. I'll bet Lamb's tail" is in there. <laughs> Hold on, don't go away. Uh, I've got all these fabulous sites, and I don't visit them often enough to know what's here. And I've got Sun Facts, Digital Deli. Ralph,
0: you remember how much was rent when you wanted to stay somewhere? in a home or a home or place oh, in
5: oh, oh yeah we lived uh, we lived in a little uh, furnished uh, apartment place uh-huh. my my mother was the superintendent right and the, the cheapest room was a very small room with a bathroom down the hall <clears throat> it was seven dollars a week and the biggest apartment they had was like a like a studio apartment with right. cooking and, and refrigeration, and that was fourteen dollars a week.
0: <clears throat> so, you, you um, did any of them, did any of the places have room and board, or was it just strictly a, a living arrangement? You had a, you, you could order meals per se. Uh, no. Uh-huh.
5: Uh, you didn't have one of the apartments where you could cook. Right. You had to go down the road to a restaurant or something. Oh, something.
0: Yes. You know, I think, that's, I think that's a good indication to everybody where we are. If you look at the ratio, you know, what people made and then what oh. they spent on rent. And that's where I think we, we all got our of whack over the last 60, yeah. 70 years, really. Trust me. My
1: word. Now, you know, do you remember the the Kitchen Club radio show that I said I really loved, but it was awful? With the host that, she was a hostess, who, this was one of the Friday night shows, who read letters from people and Uh recipes. And and one of the comments that she made, and I don't think, I, I know I didn't make special, or pay special attention to it when I was talking about the show, was that, She talked about different cleaning tips and cooking tips. And one of the comments she made was, and a lot of you women live alone and maybe in one room and have a hot plate. I mean, this was really commonplace during the war and immediately after the war. And that's Mm -hmm. that's the way people live. A room, a hot plate, a walk-up.
5: Yeah, I remember them well.
1: To her, it was just normal stuff.
0: All right, let's see.
1: Minimum wage, 75 cents an hour. This is 1950. Right. Gas was 27 cents. Uh, A movie ticket, 48 cents. And rent was $42 a month, average, of course.
5: We we used to go to a a movie theater on Saturday, and it was $0.12. And for $0.12, you got two regular movies, a cowboy movie, and about eight cartoons. By the time you came out of there, you you could barely see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. You had to make sure you didn't come out in daylight.
5: Oh, it was horrible if you came out in daylight.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, seriously, that must have been terrible. It's like living in a basement for a month.
5: Oh, God, we used to take our our lunch and everything.
1: (laughs) How many times did you sit through the sequence?
5: Sit through the what?
1: Through the the rotation, if you went, if you had eight cartoons and two movies, did you stay and look at them over again?
5: Oh, you could have, but uh, you know that you're talking about about almost five hours And,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you brought your lunch. The oh, people you know, at the yeah. the people at the snack counter must have loved it.
5: Couldn't get any candy, money. Yeah. We we used to we used to run around everybody's house and, and collect soda bottles and take them back for deposit. Good for that's you. we usually got our movie money.
1: It always puzzled me that so many people had re- soda bottles that you could turn in for what, what did you call it? Redeem them? No, uh, that's
0: not the right word. A deposit or uh. Voucher, oh, the deposit. Or, That's right. Yeah. Get your
1: deposit back. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. That's the word. And so many people would just either let the bottle sit there or they put them out by the garbage can. This was money.
5: You did, you know, yeah. we, we usually got them from, uh, you know, from the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody was throwing them out.
1: So you never found them by, like, the roadside? I hear kids talking, not kids, but people will call in the show every once in a while and say, yeah, we used to go along the roadside and we'd find some bottles and cash them in.
5: Yeah, well, I see people here today picking up uh, aluminum cans.
1: The aluminum
0: cans, yeah. Yeah, and
5: I guess that's all the money they get.
0: So when you used to have milk delivered, and there'd be milk bottles, right? Uh huh. Uh, would would the milkman pick up the empty bottles, or would could you recycle those?
5: Oh no, the milk, milkman came and got those. Okay,
0: that's what I thought.
5: But you know, the, the milk it came in the bottle, it wasn't homogenized, so the cream would separate from the milk, mm-hmm. uh, right to the top. And on a real freezing cold day, it would freeze and it would pop the top off and you'd see this this white thing coming up out of the neck of the bottle. And that oh, was,
1: my goodness.
5: That was cream.
1: Wow. I, now, question. What happened to the milk?
5: Oh, it was fine.
1: It was okay when it defrosted?
5: Yeah. It, was a, it seemed like hmm. just the, the cream part froze. Yeah. I, I don't know uh, you know,
1: why it was the only stuff that
5: could get the denseness of it.
1: Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. It really was pretty cool. Was it? So anyway, minimum wage, seventy five cents an hour mm-hmm. and a watch um mm-hmm. for seven dollars and sixty some odd cents cost ten hours of work. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a big investment for a kid's toy.
5: I'll tell you but you you know you you could afford to uh, you could afford to go out to lunch and you could you, you, you could ride the uh, subways or the buses and you still had some money left over at the yeah. end of the week so everything was a lot cheaper.
1: Well, you only had money left over because you didn't have a kid whining for a hop along Cassidy wristwatch. <laughs> uh, uh,
5: uh. That came later.
1: (laughs) That came later. (laughs) Did you get what you wanted? (laughs) Oh, dear me. Oh, dear me. Gee, this is a great site. It's got toys on it. Good stuff.
0: You might as well bookmark that one, Patricia.
1: Yeah, Tweety Bird and everything. (laughs) This is good. Okay. People history.
0: Uh, Tony,
5: Tony just came in here. She's looking at me funny. I think I got to go.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to bed or you're going to get punished. <laughs> you're too funny. Hi, Tony.
5: Tony? No? Oh, she, she, she left.
1: Ah. She left. Uh, I think you better go, Ralph.
5: Yeah, yeah. Gunner's here, though.
1: <laughs> She's a good kid
5: My goodness. Well,
1: funny. Okay, Topper You're absolutely right It is Topper
5: Good job, Ralph Yeah, good, okay I'm, can, I'm going to go to realize... bed and stay there this time
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can you can finally <laughs> fall asleep You got Topper out
5: Talk to you soon right. <laughs> Good night Good night, Bye-bye.
1: Ralph There we go Let me see if I can pull up the Movies
0: Yes. It's it's uh, 11 minutes before midnight here on the West Coast, Sun- Saturday night, June the 8th, year 2013, just reminding everybody, next week will be our normal Saturday on the 15th, the 22nd, we'll be broadcasting from Seattle, uh, Friday the 21st, we're starting at about, before 9 o'clock in the morning, West Coast time, we'll go until at least 9 o'clock for the, well, to the ice cream show, at 8.30 or so. Uh, we'll see if we're up to doing a live broadcast after that. Saturday will be broadcast from nine, 9 to 9 for sure. And um, Patricia will get to play hooky on Saturday the 22nd. But you never know. We might do a surprise show in and call her. And Sunday is June the 23rd. And um, I'll give you a tip. We're honoring Tommy Cook, and I have a surprise guest for him. He doesn't know about it, and I'll tell everybody else. Does he? Are, does? <laughs> he feels,
1: this is an international radio station. Keep it secret, everybody. Tommy doesn't know. I'm Tommy sorry. doesn't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Who's the surprise guest that Tommy isn't going to listen to
0: and hear? <laughs> yeah. That's our next Junior going to be our surprise guest for him. Oh, how cool! Yeah. I talked to him yesterday. So, so we're gonna surprise that on Tommy, uh, on his, on when he received the Rep's Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh huh. So that that's gonna look good. And that'll be on the 23rd. And then we'll be back riding anchor again on the 28th, 29th. 29th is Ivan Curry's birthday, and July 5th is Tommy Cook. So we'll invite them to both come back on the station. I don't know exactly when they'll agree, but we'll see. And that will keep Patricia occupied, because she needs homework. Yeah, after all, that's where she lives to die. Homework. I know.
1: I survive on homework.
0: Were you a homework kid when you were growing up? I hated it.
1: I I had this thought, what am I looking for in movie posters?
0: You were just looking for, uh, you were going to look for these long Oh, hop, I know, I capacity. know, I know. Yeah, Hoppy, yeah.
1: Hoppy and the sidekicks. Okay. Um, 20% down, 20%, 20%, 20%, 20%. I wonder if you
0: and I had both had the same opinion about homework as kids.
1: Well, see, my thought, such as it was, because I don't have any opinions on anything, my father never came home with homework. He did, he went to work, he did his school and his, you know, the work that he, and then he came home and that was it. So kids get to go to school and stay in school all day and learn, and then they get to come home and use the rest of their time doing work that they didn't do in school. There's something wrong with this.
0: I thought the kid, if I worked hard at school, why should I, why should I come home with homework? Yeah! What, that's the way I looked at it when I was, you know, a toddler. Didn't make any oh, sense to me. It
1: didn't make any sense to me either.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: not only didn't it make sense, I thought it was really rotten.
0: You did!
1: I did, I so, thought it was a terrible thing.
0: So you just decided not to do any at all?
1: Well, no, I, I did. You did yeah i didn't wanna no Uh, i didn't i really didn't Uh, i'm having trouble on finding all these great movie posters and none of them belong to the cowboys and i just had them a couple of weeks ago remember we were going mm -hmm. over them and i said how many gene autrys were in there yep i remember yeah, let me see if I can find it. I thought it was now.
0: interesting, you know, we lost uh, Esther Williams this week. Yeah. And it was interesting, uh, The people, one of the PR companies I deal with handled Esther Williams, and it was a terrific bio about it. I did not know, and I wonder how many movie studios will be doing it today. They customly built a swimming pool for her on the set, 90 by 20 feet deep just put them to, to invent a new movie, you know, all the swimming movies.
1: Well, that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you couldn't put her in a kiddie pool. No, no. You couldn't put her in the ocean. They'd no. never get any underwater shots. That's true. Oh, so yeah. that sounds like a worthy investment.
0: I guess it was, but boy, that, that going that's definitely putting your money where your mouth is. Yep, and your fins mm-hmm. and your
1: flippers. hmm
0: and stuff like that there. Uh, yes.
1: Okay. I will ask you some questions and then maybe we could play a fibber and let's, come back. Let,
0: let's do that.
1: Alright. All that. Mm, mm,
0: mm,
1: mm. are right, are we finished with this
0: awful cereal? Sprinkle spangles. Well, we haven't finished the we haven't fed the west, but boy. Sugar sparkled rice crinkles.
1: It, is, it has a you know, politically incorrect...
0: I'm going will, to try these. This is, you know how good they taste, you know? Hidden treasures. All of the stuff is seeped in sugar. Wackies. General Mills wackies. You know what I'm wondering? If the kid, <clears throat> if the mama saw these boxes and said, why am I buying my kid all this sugar stuff? And that's why they didn't, they didn't make it. Well, honestly, I think part of it was the name.
1: Uh And the cartoon work on the boxes was dreadful. But, you know, it really would be hard for a mom to look at something that says, I want to feed my kid donkey dong. (laughs) Kong. Kong. Oh, jeez. Oh, I am so sorry. I hope the world is not (laughs) the That's what I was afraid of before. But, you know, I mean, high school stuff that goes around, and I went and said it. Oh, dear. Well, well here's one that had some merit, except somebody didn't think it through very well. Mm-hmm. Morning Funnies. You know, people read comics, and uh-huh. they read boxes, and they so they put comics, you know, like, like Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. And that was the name of the serial, mm-hmm. Morning Funnies. But they forgot that once you read a comic, you don't want to go back to the cereal box.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: You could even read the comics in the store. So that one only lasted a year. Uh, delicious. Every spoon. Fill. Oh, here. This is, we got Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Right. They are the ugliest creatures. Yeah. They, they look like creatures. I mean, they're, they're cute today. You know, little Snap, little Crackle. These are, are um, they're elfin with long, pointy noses and ears that, you know, if they stood yeah. on a cliff, they they'd take off and be in Dover the yeah. next day. Um, they are just the ugliest. And those were from so, 1942.
0: So have, have Snack, Crackle, and Pop then changed? Do they look oh, yeah. different today compared to what I, we grew up looking at in the 70s and earlier? Oh yeah.
1: Okay. They keep changing. They're they're very sweet little characters today. Oh. I had no idea they looked like grotesque gnomes they're just oh my gosh they're just terrible I mean hardly lovable you know I'd be scared to let my kids out to play with these Mm -hmm. awful now we've got real circus toys and corn toasties which I think is marvelous because you have to give the kids bribe toys Mm -hmm. now we've got sugar crisp that has let's see Wow, a new box, twice as handy. You can, as a cereal, it's dandy, or eat it like candy. This is good, eh? And what else do we have here? Just junk, junk, junk. Now there was, there was one. They kept, kept giving stuff away. What did they give away? One of them, I really, I really, 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 really wanted to pay attention to it because they had to give away.
0: I mean, they really
1: had to give away. One of them was a sweetened cereal with a horrible name. Hmm. And on the back of the box, you got free gumballs. So, I mean, you ate sugar for breakfast, and then you had free gumballs in there. I mean, candy, Jawbreaker type, not gum, uh, candy. Way to go. Yeah, I know. If you didn't get hyped up for breakfast, you certainly could on the way to school. Shoo <laughs> I mean really what but I don't want to feed my kids this stuff. I just don't
0: okay, well, so you, now, and you know what what uh it had the most of. Not sugar, I'm thinking, it's some other extra thing.
1: Um, it probably has flour because you gotta have something to put this thing yeah, this I've, stuff in.
0: I've heard that the average cereal has more salt than potato chip does.
1: Well, I have to say, I'll bet you could find something that that fit that bill. Because anytime something doesn't taste good, or you want to hype, you know, really beef up the taste Mm -hmm. of something, you put salt in it. It's like cheap baby food. They, they started loading up with salt because mom tasted it. And if it tasted good to mom, therefore it must've been good for the baby. The baby didn't know the difference, um, but anything you make for babies has to taste good for mom. And that's when the salt started getting poured into this stuff. Um, okay. So I've got another Stump Walden question because I really did think that I had done that question. And then we've got a brain teaser and a second brain teaser just in case <laughs> I know and a you, presidential.
0: Doubled, you, you doubled up because we haven't done any for the last few I weeks I know yeah. we've
1: been so messed up with we have. technology and lack of technology and outside help so I've got uh, two brain teasers two stump baldins, and you already got one
2: mm-hmm.
1: a presidential question a baseball question, actually I've got two baseball questions, and um, a presidential quote that I think is spectacular.
0: Here you call. Double fun with Patricia. Okay. Yeah.
1: Which one would you like?
0: Let's go with the quote first.
1: The presidential quote. You are a den of vipers and thieves. I intend to rout you out, and by the (laughs) eternal God,
0: I will rout you
2: out. Serious stuff.
0: Who would talk that way? How about John Quincy Adam?
1: Nope. Something a little bit more practical than that.
0: And he meant it. I mean,
1: he really meant
0: it. Andrew Jackson.
1: It was Andrew Jackson, and it had to do with the bank war. Mm-hmm. He absolutely yep. refused he to did. have a national banking system he because did. just this handful of monopoly players yep. owned and ran the entire economy of the country. Yep. And that's what he said to them you are a den of vipers and thieves. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out some information about the bank war. Sure. It happened from so,
0: 1832. Basically, there was a problem in the 1830s, basically, um, because we had a fight between state banks versus national banks, and, uh-huh. and we had the different charters. That's why those charters go back to a long time ago, because um, if you, you, you should notice, um, you, you'll ask what, why some banks are under state charters, some are national. And they, they ha- you know, they were certified by different governments, I guess. What, what do you got?
1: Well, I just kind of hopped through a whole bunch of information, but the one paragraph that I thought was salient, when Congress voted to reauthorize the bank, Jackson, as incumbent and then a candidate in the race, promptly vetoed the bill his veto message justifying his action was a polemic declaration of the social philosophy of the Jacksonian movement. How's that? Pitting farmers, mechanics, and laborers against the rich and powerful argued against the bank's constitutionality and pro bank interests were warned or or pro bank interests warned the public that Jackson would abolish the bank altogether if he were granted a second term. And he did just that.
0: Wow.
1: He did just that. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, actually, we were talking state banks and, and federal banks. There really wasn't any state bank of any substance because the national banks ran the country. And he just refused to allow that to continue to happen. And that's what he said to them. I mean, boy, you talk about a gutsy guy. Oh, yeah. Can
0: you imagine? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that was a big issue, and it still, was, it still was a major issue into the 1880s, 1890s when we were under the gold and silver. Uh, that was uh-huh. another derivative of the whole thing. And, you know, we you know, we had presidents who didn't want to be cornered by the wealthy men, of, you know, the barons. Nope,
1: nope. I mean, this guy was an incumbent on top of everything else. And it just didn't matter well, what he, he, he ever, was right, and he was going to do it regardless.
0: If you ever study Andrew Jackson's life, it's it's an interesting life. You know, he was the general who won the Battle of New Orleans, which put him on the map, and uh, he followed a duel and won. Um, he. Uh, here's a man of integrity. He, he, be, he became a very religious, strong Christian, but he did not want to join a church until he was after the, he, he was done with the White House. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to mix them together. Um, he, he loved racing horses. He, he was a populist. He, he was like a very first president who was a populist for the people. And... He threw, like, a big party, uh, when his dog, and the people came and broke up all the furniture in the White House. Really classy, weren't oh, we? Oh, it was something else. We, uh, you know, we, um, uh, he, he lost the, the head-to-head battle with, uh, John Adams, um, for the, for the presidency, even though he won the most votes. So the following four years later, when he became president of the United States... And his legacy, um, you know, he handpicked Martin Van Buren, who was his vice to be president. And his coach went all the way down to the loving president, James Polk. So he had a long... Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, I think most people know that uh, his, he loved his wife. And his wife died before he ever became president. And that was just a heart- big heartbreak for her. And they drew her name in the mud, and he just uh, refused to have have at it, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just dug in, and I mean, I I don't care what the situation was, I can't imagine any president. I I can't maybe maybe Teddy Roosevelt, who would stand up and not only. <laughs> Not only as president, but as the incumbent and and before the election. This is more important to him than an election. And yeah, I, just, I, I, yeah think, I mean, we are so fortunate to have had presidents like uh-huh. that who really I, believed
0: in what they were doing. I think we had a few, maybe more back then than we did now. Yeah. Um, also, Jackson was also the first one to break up his own assassination attempt. Uh, he was going to be assassinated by attending a funeral. And he saw this guy with a gun and he took his own c- and beat the gun out of his hand. And um, that's a survival instinct. Yeah. And, uh, but no, you're right. I think Jack- Jackson had that spirit. Um, that's r- the word. Grover Cleveland was another mm-hmm. one who who d- took on the, uh, the, the money people. So you're right. It, it, there were people who had standards. Um, I think that's part of why I like the radio show Mister President so much because you got a feel for the profile of a lot of a lot of people who yeah. stood for things.
1: Yeah. I think one of the more refreshing things about a president like Andrew Jackson is that he was not only strong. But you knew exactly where he stood. Oh yeah. You didn't have to agree with him.
0: Was, but you knew where
1: he was. He wasn't was, squirreling around behind closed
0: doors. It was wasn't washy washy. You knew who you were getting. Yep. And it's look like at somebody like Abraham Lincoln, who was never popular. Never popular in uh, um, in the White House and people and uh, but he stuck to his guns. He stuck what he believed in. And America's better off for some of the stance she's taken over the years. We, we, we reap the benefits of so when people take stand that they believe it. And I, I always sort of respected uh, some of our presidents when they do that. Yeah. I really do.
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. We well, want to play a figure show and come back? Yep. Let's do that.
0: All right. You want to explain this to the family what the show was that we've been, that had we've been dra- dragging over?
1: <laughs> poor little show. Yeah. I've been saying it's like a puppy on a leash. We've yeah. been dragging it from week to week. It is, well, let's see. It was from May 21st. And uh, 19, so that been 1940. Three weeks
0: ago? Yep, May yeah. 21st, 1940.
1: And it was pretty close to May 21st, so I'm I'm just looking at <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weeks in here. Okay, so that would have been one, two, <laughs> three. Um, this was uh, uh, this is at least the third week this poor little puppy has been following us around. Anyway, this is it's from May 21st, 1940. The name of it is the McGee's Mind. Plumber's Hardware Store. Plumber is the name of the owner. Now, this features Gildersleeve. It's really interesting because it's got a piece of the show from the week before and the new show. So um, uh, one one thing that I wanted to say was that Willard Waterman had such a distinctive voice. Mm -hmm. At night, Mr. Ed is on. It starts at 5 o'clock in the morning on one of these these, um,
0: off you know what are they the Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the, the, the channel. The, yeah. Oh, you know show. who else you know who you know who, who who I just got a call uh email from my friend Janet. Guess who's <laughs> ready to come back on the station with us? Maybe you want to talk to Alan Young. <gasps> that would be wonderful. Okay, yeah. I got an I got a I got an email from Janet saying, Hey, he would love to come back on the station. So if you like, well, gosh, if you like that would be wonderful. Okay. We can do that? Yes.
1: I love it. All right.
0: I'll invite, I will invite Al, I will call Alan, and we'll put him on the show.
1: Oh, gosh. He can have his pick of the litter. Okay. He can have me, and I'll even get up in the morning. <laughs> I mean, you might not want to mention that to him, but, but well, I would do that. Anyway, right. I've got Mr. Ed. Uh, I'm I'm making CDs for people. Mr. Ed is in the background, and I said, I know that voice. Mm -hmm. And I turned around, and it was Willard Waterman. He was playing an IRS agent who was going to move in next door to Wilbur and Mr. Ed.
0: Who's there? Hello, there, Wilbur. Wilbur.
4: I missed everything that you said there, Patricia.
0: Oh, well, Uh, Paul. Paul. Well, she, she was talking about she's watching the old Mr. Ed shows in the morning.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. We have, we have no choice. There is absolutely nothing on. I own 4,000 stations. <laughs> Mr. Ed is the best we can come up with. Isn't that horrible? I you mean, Mr. 4, Ed. 4,000, and he's show. the
2: best, huh? <laughs> that is horrible.
1: And Mr. Ed is a, it's a lovely little show, and it was fun and occasionally it's yeah. fun to watch. But when it's the only thing, yeah. it's a little unnerving, you know.
4: Wow, what do you got? Satellite or something?
1: No, no, no. I don't mean it's the only station. I mean it's the only thing that's not blowing up somebody or killing somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I understand. Or a reality show where somebody is screaming obscenities in a restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: uh, yeah. I'll it stay with Mr. Baby Ed. Who
1: yeah.
4: I know that's terrible.
1: I will but, stay with Mr. Ed. So how are you doing?
4: I am doing good tonight. You know, I I got woken up. At um, four. Yeah. And at seven, my youngest daughter, Madeline, um, she dances. Dancing is her thing. And the dance studio where she learns and assists little kids, um, they had their recital tonight hmm. at the high school in town. They had it three nights, actually, the last three nights, but I watched it tonight. And I was amazed. You know, it was just so much fun because you know it started at like probably two years old, <laughs> um, all the way up to you know older teenagers. Right. My, and my my daughter's 17 and she, she she's doing so good. She's she's in her second year of, of ballet and she did very well with that, which made her very happy to hear me say that. Um, all the way to, you know, the very tips of her fingers being in the right spot and everything. And uh, it was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun.
1: Very sweet. Does Does she plan to or does she want to do anything more with her dancing abilities after she finishes high school?
4: Yes. She wants to do what the owner, she hopes to someday become an owner of a studio like this young lady is and to teach. That's, that is what she's hoping to do.
1: So when she finishes high school, having two years of dance is not going to be sufficient for her to do that. What is she going to no, do? No, no, no,
4: I know. No, on This <clears throat> she's not only just danced two years, she's been dancing for some time now. I uh-huh. started with gymnastics and then switched to dancing. Okay. I, I don't have a good handle on how many years because I don't do good with the passage of time since I'm in disabled, mm-hmm. well, since it's in my MS, you know, but I'm guessing oh, you know, over, I'm guessing over five years probably, but um, yes, you know, she'll have to be doing some more. Yeah.
1: So I guess, and I asked it terribly. I, I didn't. My my brain is sort of getting a little fried right now. Um, is she going to continue dance education?
4: I don't know. I'm gonna guess that the answer is probably yes. Uh huh. Um, whatever's offered locally, I'm yeah, guessing. I don't I, I would I, think uh, it's... I've been, I haven't heard. I haven't heard her express a desire to go. Yeah. On. In New York or something like that. We, yeah. I don't. We wouldn't really want her to do that, but um, I don't think she, she would either, actually. Um, but she did attend. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what they're called, but she's gone twice now. To oh, um, well, it's maybe, maybe maybe it's 80 miles away or so from Santa Clara. Um, to a, um, what do you call it? I don't don't know that, I mean, I'm just going to say clinic because maybe that's the the closest way to describe it, but I'm sure there's a a fancier name there because some of the teachers are ones that she's watched on TV on, like, So You Think You Can Dance or some of those other dancing, um, programs on TV. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, It's something where those those choreographers, that caliber of of dancers, Mm -hmm. are there teaching, and it's like a a two or three day thing. My wife goes with her. You know, they rent a motel room, and and um, one of her, well, I guess it's really her best friend goes too, and uh, and they they work like really work I mean she really works like crazy she's I I think she's really taken as much as she possibly can take as far as numbers of dance classes and assisting which helps for the pain those the cost of all of that many dance classes she's just going constantly coming and going to those classes um, in town here so she it's a skinny little thing not too skinny. She doesn't look anorexic, but mm. she's, you know, she doesn't have a lot of meat on her bones. But she's, she's healthy, and she's very much in shape, and she has, happens to be extremely beautiful as well. And she, the beauty that she has inside her, in her heart and soul, uh, is every bit the same as the beauty that she has externally, which is huge
1: on them okay so we could we change a 2 to a 6 if that's what somebody Directs. Okay, from now on, the two is going to be a six. Okay, that's cool. Uh huh. They're all pretend. Everything is
3: pretend. Even reality is just like you. You've heard of Greenwich Mean Time, right? Okay, that you know that's over there in England, and it and I forget what legend that is. Yeah. But basically, that's where they they you know, say time starts here, but the um, the zero zero of the latitude and longitude lines is actually in the middle of the Pacific Ocean.
1: That's our international date line that gets
5: everybody confused. Which is the international date need.
1: line? Mhm. And when you cross the international date line from east to west I don't know what you get from west to east I don't know what you get oh, you I don't know Oh
0: you, who you, you lose you lose a day and you gain a day I know but I
1: don't
0: know what Actually
3: no None of that you just you're what you're, what you're going from if you are in the east uh, the uh, say Japan and you're coming to Hawaii You'll cross over the international date line. It fits AM in Japan. When you get to Hawaii, it'll be PM.
1: And a different yeah. date. Yeah. When you cross the international date line, you get to a, a different date. But I don't know yeah, you, which, <laughs> which is which is coming and which is going. But anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, I looked up triple. Uh, rainbows and they are extremely rare and until recently scientists have poo-pooed and said it was things like trick photography well guess what
0: they don't know what they're talking about they do know they finally believe it. it yeah
1: yep and a lot of other people were as well All right, let me see. Few people have ever claimed to see three rainbows arcing through the sky at once. In fact, scientific reports of these phenomena called tertiary rainbows, meaning attached, were so rare, only five in 250 years, that until now, many scientists believe sightings were as fanciful as leprechauns' gold at the rainbow's end. These legendary optical rarities caused by three reflections of each light ray within a raindrop have finally been confirmed thanks to photographic preservation and a new meteorological model that provides the scientific underpinnings to find them. So there, stick to your guns.
3: Yep. I I knew I was right.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I mean, you know what you saw, but it's nice to know that people who make a difference in what we believe are agreeing with you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Can you imagine five and two hundred and fifty years? I don't think so.
3: It just mm-hmm. wifes paid attention.
1: Your wife paid attention. Well that, she, that is
3: really well, I seen, seen it first. And then I I literally I pulled over the side of the road and we looked at it you know. Yeah. You know, we,
1: by we golly. And
3: looked at it. So, but we didn't have a camera, so we couldn't take a picture.
1: Oh, don't you just want to fall on your ceremonial sword when something like that happens?
3: Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> okay, so what did you get in your envelope that made you smile? This is like
3: Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Christmas. well, I got my gilder sleeves and then the, um, Uh,
1: 2000 2000 plus? Let's see what you got
3: here.
1: Um, There's the X minus 1 and then uh, You got X minus 1 and Dragnet and 2000 plus and the Bickersons and your responsibility is to report back on the Bickersons.
3: Yeah, I'll get get to the Bickersons sometime this week and
1: had you you've heard have you heard bickerson's before
3: just one or two episodes here and there
1: okay so it was just a little taste okay that's good because I'd really next week I'd really like to know how your ears responded to them I really love them I think that and in the beginning well, I didn't well I' like,
3: in the beginning I just like anything uh, Donaviici's in so
1: mm-hmm. oh gosh yes.
3: Oh, he's just, right?
0: I'm a Don Amici fan. And where did Don Amici come from? I think from
1: his mother. From mommy. his mother.
0: Oh, you guys are good. <laughs> what state? Oh,
1: oh, wait, uh, Nebraska. He was born in Wisconsin. He
0: was born in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. yes. Wisconsin, that's what I said, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah Wisconsin.
1: I said Nebraska by accident. Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin. Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty cool. Well, anyway, in the beginning, when I first heard yeah. the Bickersons, I hated them. Absolutely hated them. And it was because Blanche was such a whining witch at two o'clock in the morning and this poor man was <laughs> trying to get some sleep. Blanche, Blanche,
3: I, I boang. know,
1: I know. John, John, wake <laughs> up, John. You're snoring. Well, I don't snore. That poor guy, you know. And after, our fourth show, I was on the floor mm-hmm. with some of the, the exchanges and the comebacks, but those first couple, I just, oh, oh, rotten
0: lady. Patricia really has, didn't like her. Patricia hasn't used some of her favorite catchphrases in a while with me yet. What? Oh, the show that you, used you use from the that you love from the show that you pull on me once in a while.
1: Oh, do it now, Walden. Uh huh. What, you <laughs> say it,
0: but you won't do it. You She'll say do it, it, but you won't do, do it. Do it do now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what Blanche says to poor John. Okay. I'll bring the puppy back in the morning. How many people
3: in real life do you know that are the Bickersons?
1: You know, Gary, I wondered if maybe there was somebody in my past who behaved like that, and that's why she struck me as so
0: unlikable. Mostly, I had the the son of the rider. He said, that's the way his mom and dad was at night. He just... It, it, that's the way they work. So he just took it. He took the routines home and wrote them up.
3: Whoa. I, I know I know three or four couples that are that way. And you you get with them, or you or you you know about them, their their fights and everything. And but uh, you you couldn't find two people who are more in love. You know you know they're just. They're just totally in love, but they just yeah. can't stand
1: each they would, other. They would melt without <laughs> each other, but when they're together, they are fire. Yeah. Oh, well. Why? Why a question.
0: Why, why are the relationships that way, anyway? I don't know. It's, opposite,
3: it's just opposites attract sometimes, and then that's just... I,
1: well, I can tell you from my relatives why some of them turned out that way but Uh why they wound up in marriages that survived in that kind of an environment is beyond me i just really don't know that's a great question Mm -hmm. walden your homework for this (laughs) (laughs) check out the psychology sites and find out what makes these people tick and why they can tick together. One ticks, the other talks, and they're perfectly in sync. Okay, Gary, are you ready? Yep. Which popular comedy show was sponsored by Velveeta?
0: Oh, I just listened to that. Of course you did. Oh, Patricia's going to play tough.
3: I remember the Velveeta commercial, and I can't think what the name of the show is now.
1: But you listened to it recently. How many shows uh, have you listened
3: well, to? Well, the last couple of
1: weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's close enough. Okay, we'll uh, forgive you on that one. I, I have... can't even think